get your Bible. You got your Bible. Let's go to Colossians chapter 3. And as you're turning, let me say good morning to our eldest son's actual birth parents. <laughs> Blandon's mom and dad are here. That's over so many heads. Sorry about that. Brandon Abel, our bass player, he, he lives right behind us, and uh, he has absolutely become part of our family, our adopted family, and we end up calling him Blandon. And um, it's so good to have mom and dad here, Mr. and Mrs. Abel, so great to have you. God bless you. Nice to have you in the house with us today. <clears throat> and just before we get into the Word, folks, there's something else that I want to take care of. You know, our whole life is a series of seasons, isn't it? Amen. And when it's spring, enjoy it. Amen. When, it's, it. when it's harvest time and you get to bring in the harvest, enjoy it. Even in the heat of the summer of your life, find a way to enjoy that. And I would go on to say, even in those winter years, those wintry chapters, there's joy to be found if we'll look for it. But you never know how long a season will last. God has sent people to this church over the years, and they've, they've been such a, a, a godsend, really, rolling up their sleeves, getting their hands dirty, Doing something for the kingdom. Amen. Doing something at this church. Making a great, great impact. And then it seems as though God closes a door and will move them on. I appreciate when somebody comes to me and says, Pastor, we feel our season here at La Palma Christian Center is coming to an end. And allow me to either say, I feel that too. Or for me to say, well, I don't think you're hearing the Lord. Right? Because too many times, people just disappear. And don't even say goodbye. Didn't even tell me why they left. And won't even return my calls when I try to call them to find out why they left. But that's another sermon for another day. But I appreciate somebody saying, I feel God releasing me. And we have that today. Before we get into the Word and before we get into the sermon, the Millers, Barry and Karen Miller, have uh, let me know that God is moving them on. And um, they are going to another church where they are going to get involved. And as I have prayed about it, I have complete peace that God is in this. And um, so I, I'm, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, first of all, thank you for the way that you are, you're leaving. You came the right way, and you're leaving the right way. I'm taking the time to highlight this because I think it's important that the whole church understands there is a right way to come to a church, and there's a right way to leave a church. And you are exemplifying that to this congregation today. And I love your spirit. It is so contagious. You guys are just fun to be around. 
And you have made such an indelible imprint on this church. You have uh, you've gone above and beyond what we could ever have hoped for, helping us in the area of uh, women's ministry. Karen led min- women's ministry for a number of years and did so with excellence and did so with love and, uh, and laughter. Uh, let's not leave that out. She's filled with joy and it just exudes from her. Uh, they, have, they have been involved in, in drama over the years and, and helped us in the music department. I mean, there's just hardly anything that you have not had your fingers in at some point in some time. Most recently, they've helped us with our senior sect leading what we call fusion here, which, by the way, there's going to be a void. There's going to be uh, an opening. <laughs> hint, hint. So be praying about that. But... Um, Folks, I just want you to stand right where you are, and I'd like some of our elders to come and just stand around the Millers right here, maybe a couple of our ladies as well. We're going to pray over them, and we're just going to pray God's speed, God's blessing, God's anointing. As I prayed for them a moment ago, a word came for them from the Lord, telling them that, um, you don't care if I share this, do you? It wasn't... I, I feel, I feel it's, it's, we need to hear this as part of your family. God said that he's leading them to a new land, a new place, and uh, there's a new anointing that's coming on them. And he's going to show them things that have been hidden to this point as they just step obediently to this place. So, Father, church, stretch your hands forth toward our friends here. Father, we thank you so much for Barry, for Karen, for their boys. We thank you, God, for sending them our way, Lord, for planting them here. They've received healing. They've received nurturing. And God, they have produced so much fruit. They are healthy. Their their core is healthy. Their trunk is healthy. The branches are healthy. So God, we thank you, Lord, for this transplant. It is a healthy, healthy transplant. And God, as they get rooted into this next place and their roots go down deep, I pray, Lord, that more fruit would come on these branches than they have ever seen in their life, God. I thank you for creativity, Lord, being, being inspired in them, Lord. You are going to say things that you have never said to them, God, and do things in them, I believe that you have not done to this point. We bless them now in the name of Jesus, asking for your grace and mercy to follow them, praying for your favor and your wisdom, and thanking you for their lives. In Jesus' name, amen. We love you, and you will always have a place at our table. I told Karen the only way I'd bless this and be a part of this as she promised to come back and help us with drama and and, uh, just some of the other things that they've been so gracious to help us in. So uh, God bless. Make sure and love on them. This is their final Sunday with us here today. Thank you, God.
Come on, let's love on the Millers. Colossians chapter 3. Look at what the word of the Lord says to us today. Starting with verse 23. And whatever you do, do it heartily. As to the Lord and not to men. Knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance. For you serve the Lord Christ. Father, we thank you so much for the atmosphere that we are in right now. Truly, this is a sanctuary. It is a safe place. It is a place of salvation, a place of deliverance. It is a place of healing. But it's also, God, a place of learning. So now, God, as we quiet ourselves, stilling ourselves, sitting at your feet, as it were, I pray, God, that you would teach us. Challenge us today, God, with your word. But may it go beyond a challenge, because too many are challenged, but never changed. We pray for the challenge, followed by the change. We pray it in Jesus' name. Come on, everybody. Amen. Whatever you do, do it heartily. Do it with all your might, with all your energy, with all your strength. Do it with all your heart. Have you ever seen somebody do something and their heart's not in it? It's, quite honestly, irritating. They're just doing it for the paycheck. They're just doing it because it's a job. That's irritating. You give me somebody, I don't care if they're a drive through window employee. They got their heart into it. I'm telling you, you can't go to In-N-Out without, some, there's something about these employees. I don't know where they train them. I'm serious, but their training is different than McDonald's or Burger King. You watch the next time you go and see. Their training is different because they I believe, train them to put their heart into it as well. Makes me want to be an In-N-Out employee. Makes me want to go flip burgers for In-N-Out. There's something about these employees. Their hearts are in it. I love that. I love interacting with somebody. You know they love what they do. I don't care if it's a tour guide. At a, at, an, at a historical society, whatever, a, a museum. They love their job so much. Went to Ronald Reagan Museum last week. We did a staycation, did I tell you that? <laughs> Couldn't afford a vacation, so we did a staycation. We slept in our own beds and just left the house every day. Ronald Reagan was one place we went, Ronald Reagan uh, Library, and it was so great. But there was employees there. They love what they do. There's energy and passion and their heart is in it. They know every detail to Ronald Reagan's life. Folks, do you know that you have been planted by God to make a difference? I'm talking about everybody in this room. 
God, when he knit you together in your mother's womb, was depositing talent and ability and gifting that is unique and supernatural even. There's nobody in this room that has the exact DNA that you have. That goes not just physically. I believe it goes spiritually. There are some maybe with the same gifting that you have, but you'll have unique and different ability than anybody else. Each person. God meant it that way. He wants you to do something. I personally function so much better with organization. How many organized people do I have out in the crowd today? You, you function better in organization. My desk is organized, somewhat, <laughs> usually. I mean, it will kind of stack up on me or whatever. I even have to go into the staff's offices every now and then and say, y'all got to clean up your desk because your disorganization is driving me crazy. But some people just actually, they know where everything is in their disorganization. How many disorganized people we have in the house? Thank you for being honest. I know. But I like, I like organization. I think I function better that way. I am a to-do list kind of guy. How many make lists, to-do lists? I like my to-do lists. I do them every week for sure. I do them on my phone. I have a, a, a steno pad that I'm constantly uh, making a to-do list for me. And then I'll, I'll check it off or I'll scratch it off or I'll highlight it and that tells me it's done. Okay? Then I'll make a new one because there's always something to do. So I've got a to-do list for me, but I also have one for Gail, who is my, who's my executive assistant. So, uh, you know, I've got to, I've got, I'm constantly, oh, I've got to tell Gail about this, you know. Uh, there's something I actually do need to tell you. Remind me after the service. It's just how it goes. I, if I don't do that, yeah, that's right. Here's what we do. This, by the way, I'll give you a really wonderful little tip. When somebody is talking and it sparks something in you, but you don't want to interrupt them, and it's kind of off the subject, just hold up your finger. And that'll mean I've got something I want to say, but I don't want to interrupt you. And then they'll go, okay, what, what's, what do you got? I forgot what that was all about now. <laughs> no, seriously. So we're always holding up our finger in, in the South. So I've got a to-do list for me. I've got a to-do list for Gail. I've got a to-do list for every pastor, every staff member, even, even, even my wife. I have a to-do list for her. Now, before you stone me, it's not... As a wife, however, it is as our school administrator. So I actually am her boss, and so that allows me to make her a to-do list. This is so slippery right here. I better brace myself. <clears throat> I mean, literally. So. I got to move on. So, Pastor Moses, I, I have a lift, list for him. Uh, uh, Pastor Dave, he, he, he just is barely here, and I've already got a, a to-do list for him. And uh, Anyway, Jim, Jack, everybody has a, has a list from me. I function better this way. So, I actually have a to-do list for you. I know not everybody takes notes every week. Today, I'm going to ask you, to jot down 
some things. Ushers, would you grab the pens? If you need one, lift your hand. You can write on the back of the bulletin if you don't have paper. We make room. Actually, every week we allow room on the back side of the bulletin so you can jot down some notes. So um, I encourage you today. I think I'm going to help you with a to-do list. Okay? Anybody need a pen? Quickly, ushers. We got some people needing pens. Whatever you do, the Apostle Paul told the Colossian church, assuming they understood that they are to do something. Whatever it is that you do, keep your hand up if you need a pen, they're coming in now. Do it with all your heart. Do it with some energy. Do it with enthusiasm. Do it with passion. But we are, church, to do something. You're supposed to do something. I don't believe that God has saved us, redeemed us, delivered us, healed us, sanctified us, filled us with the Holy Spirit so that we can do nothing. I just don't believe that. You'll never convince me. I believe He's done all of these things for us. God has done something so that we will now do something for Him. You ready with your to-do list? First of all, do something to enrich your Christian life. We have to start here focusing on ourselves. Because if we start focusing on our marriage, focusing on our families, focusing on the church, focusing on the world, without this being right, then we're in trouble. I want to challenge you this week, starting this week, start doing something that you're not doing right now that would enrich your Christian life, your growth as a believer. Like, for instance, and you can jot this down underneath of this, get serious about the Bible. Church, it is high time, it is past time, it is overdue that we start getting serious about the Word of God. We've got to start reading the Word of God and getting into the Word of God so that the Word of God can get into us. And the only way it's going to get into us is if we get into it. And then once it's in us, then it can get out of us. That's the process. We've got to ingest it so it can come out in those necessary times, which is every day. You need the Word of God in you and coming out of you every day. Day, do something to enrich your spiritual life that you are not doing right now. Get into the Word of God and let the Word of God get into you. If you do not have on your to-do list, I've got to get into the Word of God every day, start now. Start now. Don't delay another day. Don't delay another week. Start now. Do something that you're not doing right now. If you are in the Word of God every day, congratulations. 
and praise God for it. Stretch it out. Come on. You ready, to, you ready to grow? You ready to go deeper and go higher? Stretch it out. If you read in the morning only to kick off your day, which I think is wonderful, it's, it's what I do. Read at night before you go to bed too. Stretch it out. Read throughout the day. If you read one chapter a day, Read two chapters a day. I, I don't know. Do something that you're not doing concerning the Word of God that will cause you to grow and enrich your Christian life. How about this one under enriching your Christian life? Not only getting serious about Bible study, how about memorizing the Bible? And I know, I, I know what people say concerning this. I, I, I can't memorize. I have trouble memorizing. I have trouble remembering people's names. How many have trouble remembering people's names? I'm not letting you off the hook. Because so do I. But you know what? You can, you can overcome this. You can work at weaknesses that you have. And study. I have to remember people's names. Bill... I'm going, to t I'm going to be honest with you, my friend. Okay? Can I just be honest with you? I just met Bill last week. Bill came because Katie invited him. Katie came because the Vanderwalls invited, invited her. And on and on it goes, which I love. And we talked about this last week. But i got to be honest with you. I did not remember your name. And you say, wait, wait a minute, you called me by name. You know why I called you by name? I went to Paul, and I said, Paul, Katie's, is it husband or boyfriend? I'm sorry. Boyfriend. boyfriend. Okay, good. Katie's boyfriend is here, and I don't remember his name. He said, his name's Bill. So I went, and I called. I said, hey, Bill, nice to see you. But see, I didn't remember. I'm just being honest with you. And there's a way that I could overcome that, because I really am glad to see you, and I wished I could have remembered your name. But I didn't, so I went to somebody who did. Don't give me the excuse, I can't memorize, I can't remember things. Make it a point to do something concerning the Word of God that you're not doing right now. Make an effort, say, God, I need your help, I want to memorize your Word, I want it so down deep inside of me that when the struggle comes, when the temptation comes, your Word is going to come up in me and I'm going to be able to withstand. Do something to enrich your Christian life that you're not doing right now. Get into the Word of God. Study the Word of God. Meditate on the Word of God. Memorize the Word of God. Here's another one. Make a list of your blessings. Just some little bullet points under this first point of doing something to enrich your Christian life. List your blessings. You used to sing a song growing up called Count Your Blessings. Name them one by one. Count your many blessings. See what God has done. Well, this is on your to-do list, church. Make a list. We get so distracted in our struggle, in our trial, in the hardship, in wanting to move forward, in wanting out of this. We, we miss that we are still blessed. On our hardest day, we're still blessed. On the day we struggle the most, we're still blessed. I encourage you, make a list of your blessings and give God thanks for what you do have, for where you are in Him.
You may not be where you want to be in him, and you're certainly not where he wants you to be yet, but you're not where you were. You're not who you were. Here you are, saved, sanctified, redeemed, filled with the Holy Spirit. Give God praise for what he has done in your life. Make a list of your blessings. God responds to thanksgiving. He responds to a thankful heart. Be thankful. Start reading a Christian book routinely. Every, every few weeks, my wife challenges me in this all the time. She's, she's an avid reader, and she just, she just ingests the Christian books every night she's reading. And she really challenges me. And I have made a, a, a huge effort to improve in this area. I have to read a lot anyway, but I can't, so I can't excuse myself. As a pastor, as a minister. Well, I have to read a lot anyway, so I'm not going to do that. I have to do this. And it will enrich my personal life. Number two, do something for your family. We're talking about doing things maybe that we've never done or doing things that could be done better. Do something for your family. If you're married... Ask your spouse to forgive you for your selfishness. Because we're all selfish. And we will, we will do things, make decisions, say things that are for our own benefit and not for theirs. Even on a subconscious level, we'll do that. Ask your spouse to forgive you for being cross. For being angry. Here's another one. Express appreciation for what loved ones have done for you. We should be thankful to God for His blessings, but we should be thankful to others who have invested in our lives because they don't have to. Be thankful for the people who have invest, invested in you over time, pouring into your lives. They've caused you to be, in part, who you are today. When my mother passed away at 39 years of age, I was 14. And some of y'all going, here he goes again. Sorry about that. We do have some visitors. They've never heard this. <laughs> the neighbor across the street let herself in our home. We lived out in the suburbs and if we locked our door, fine. If we didn't, fine. The back door was unlocked, and she let herself in at the, the funeral of my mother. Actually, it was not the funeral. It was the visitation the night before. And she thought, she took it on herself and thought, you know what? They're going to have family after this viewing that's going to probably come to their house. And here's a, 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 a widower with four children. He probably is not thinking about entertaining, even brewing a pot of coffee. Sharon Adams, my neighbor across the street, let herself in, brewed coffee enough for all of my family, had pastries and, and, and different things, uh, some snacks and things. So, so when my family came home, it was all done. Made such an impact in me. I'll just... Never forget it. 
Not only did she do that, she lifted up her feathered wing and let me under. She mothered me for a number of years, made room for me, kind of became a surrogate mother for a few years. I'll never forget it. Do you know, every Mother's Day, every Mother's Day, she gets a card from me. And I just say, Sharon, thinking about you again, thank you for your investment in my life those many years ago. Thank people who've invested in your life. Do something that you're not doing right now that would advance your family forward. Three, do something. Are you ready for this? Sit back in your seat. Buckle your seat belt. Do something for your church. We have a ministry fair that is set up on our parking lot as you drove in and walked up, I'm sure you saw this. We have our easy ups. We have tables and there is information about every ministry that this church has to offer. Folks, we need your help. I don't know how else to say this. If you want me on my hands and knees and pleading like this with you, that doesn't feel right to me. I think I should be able to say, family, we need your help. Pray about where you can be plugged in. And then you get plugged in. I'm not a fan of coming and being fed and never helping feed. I don't, I don't think it's biblical. And I think... Part of a person's growth and health as a believer is dependent upon being used in ministry and helping somebody else. And there's a place for you. I promise you, there's a place for you. If you don't know what that is, you come and talk to me and we'll figure out what you like. We'll figure out what, what excites you. We'll figure out some of your natural ability. For instance, if you can't sing... <laughs> Please don't join the choir. <laughs> Do something to help your church. Somebody, somebody just wrote me a note that encouraged me, it just blew my mind a few weeks ago about how much he appreciated me as a pastor and where he is today, and I was just so blown away. We've got a whole staff of pastors that I know a little note like that from you would make a huge difference in their lives. Pastor Becca, she's, we rarely get to see her. She's got to introduce herself so often because people don't even know who she is. Why? Because she's in there loving on our kids. Boy, what a, what, what a blessing it would be. Just a little note. This wasn't even on stationery. It was an email. I printed it off. I wanted, I wanted a hard copy of it. It meant, it meant so much to me. Yep. Talking about doing things that we just haven't done or we don't do often enough that will make an impact and make a difference in our church. Join the choir. There's some people in here you can sing like a bird. You ought to be in the choir. 
Our children's ministry is desperate for workers. Every week, Pastor Becca says, Staff, you've got to pray with me. I mean, just about. I mean, very routinely, she's saying to us, I need help. I need workers. And there are people, you're gifted with kids. You've got patience. You, you, you get excited working with kids. Why? God put that in you. God put that. There's people who, who are so good with babies, you ought to be in our nursery. It's on a rotation basis. Our greeters and our hospitality, we're not working you every week. It's on a rotation basis. By the way, if you're kind of grumpy by nature, don't sign up for greeter. <laughs> don't sign up for greeter. <laughs> don't be a hospitality host and hostess. Yeah, instead of good morning, good morning, God, they say, God, good morning. <laughs> There's a place for everybody. There's a place for you. You've been gifted by God to be used by Him. I want you to prayerfully consider how you could help us. Ushers need help. Men and women, by the way, can help us in this area. Our youth and our, our college and career, we've got a good, good uh, sign-up of, of sponsors right now in our, in our youth, our Edge Youth. Pastor Dave, you've inherited a great, great team of sponsors, uh, you and Sonny, and we're excited. So you steer them toward children, all right? <laughs> I, I love, do you all know this couple right here, Mike and Lisa? Stand up, guys. They are so awesome. You're going to have to put your Bible down and come here because we're going to do a little display here. I didn't tell him about this. Let's see how, how good you are instant in season and out of season. Here's, here's my brother right here from another mother, but my brother nonetheless. God bless you, Pastor. I love this spirit, honestly. He has a, a contagious spirit about him, and uh, he just wants to be used. Hallelujah. But he's got some street savvy that I don't have. He's got ability to rap and to dance that I don't have. And I'm telling you, if I tried to do what he does, you know, I mean, my kids get embarrassed me even just trying to, you know, they're like, Dad, don't do that, you know. But uh, could, could you give him a beat and just could you just do, do something, something for us? Uh oh. Come on. Hey. 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 Waking up in the morning, thinking of father, that I'm alive, I'm telling you, if I tried to do some of the stuff that he does, I'd be in traction for 30 days. But I wasn't created to do that. So I don't have to even try to do that. I can just be me and do what I do. There's one more thing to put on your to-do list. It is do something to fulfill your responsibility to the world. 
world evangelism. And we've got a wonderful class that you could sign up for. It's called Evangelism Explosion. Putting tools in your hand. You all have a booth set up, a table set up, don't you? Stop by and see the water fields in just a few minutes. Make an impact in the world. Make an impact in your life. Do something that will just enrich your life. Do something for your family that you're not doing now. Do something for this church. Please, please. God has put us together so that we, working together, working side by side, clicked in together, locked in together, we're making a powerful impact. But then we go, "Mm, there's there's a link missing here. That's because she's not doing her part. That's because he's not doing his part. I don't know who that might be. When we do all of these things, we will be making an impact in the world. Church, are you ready to do something? I've got outreach just brewing in me that I haven't shared with hardly anyone. Karen and I have discussed some things, but I haven't even shared with our staff because I want the timing to be right. But I'm telling you, I believe there is truly an explosion about to happen, Karen. I, I believe that. I received that as a word from the Lord. From your lips, I believe it was a word from God to this house. I do believe that we are going to see such growth as we reach out and do things we have never done as a church. Everyone's standing. Father, we believe that you have saved us, set us free, so that we can make a difference, so that we can do something. And I know for some, they don't really, they don't really know what that is. So I pray now, today, show us. What is it that we could do? Is it helping out on a Wednesday, preparing food for those who can't, who can make it home? They can barely get here in time for church. Is it assisting on a Sunday morning with a coffee ministry? God, show us. Is it the choir? Is it dancing? Is it drama? ushering? Is it helping with our children, helping with our students, helping with the college and career age? We want to make a difference. And I pray, Lord, that you would show us how we can do that most effectively. Thank you for the wisdom that you are going to impart. Now give us the courage, Lord, to volunteer, signing up, saying, count on me. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. I want you to take a few minutes as we leave this place. Go into the parking lot area. Stop by and see what's going on. If you're manning a booth, you might want to get out there right now. But uh, also tonight, we're meeting at the park. We're meeting at Central Park 
Our very own choir, band, music department is going to be ministering to us. It is at 5 o'clock, and we are having uh, appetizers and finger food, so make sure and bring those. God bless everybody. We will see you tonight at 5.